G'day and welcome to the Larry Lakers where we've got the man, the man himself, Nick the Inca who doubts Palinka. He's also been a Final Four National High School Championships player in the National All School Championships, not just your public schools. He's known as Mick the Inca who doubts Palinka. Not only does he doubt some of the current deals, but pre-Davis and even pre-Lebron. And in addition, here's an interesting one. His brother has a business, Dynasty Manager, started like Shark Tank, started from scratch. We'll have to talk about that. And we might even get to basketball movies. We'll see how long Zoom, the free edition, lets us on. But welcome to the Larry Lakers dribbling <laughs> chit-chat, Mick the Inca. Mate, thank you very much. Good to be here. Apart from the Lakers thing, like if it was a Bulls podcast, I'd probably be even happy. Mate, well, there's good news. Tomorrow, the Lakers play the Bulls. Can you believe that? It'll be good news for the Bulls. <laughs> well, uh, Lakers have done their dash already this year. Have they? They're gone. They won the in-season <laughs> tournament. They've hung the pennant and they, they didn't particularly want to, I think, but they said there was pressure from the league to hang the pennant. <laughs> Yeah, sure. LeBron is quoted as saying he wanted to hang it the whole time. Whereas when Kobe when Kobe was there, as he said, Lakers hang championship banners and retired numbers. That's it. No conference champions. So, no what, Western Conference champion. What, none of that. They they there's none of them up there. What are they going to do? Oh, we won the preseason. We'll put the banner up for that. I'm like, no, nah, <laughs> sorry, dude. You put it in the hallway or something. Like, yeah, you won it, but it means nothing. Not really. <laughs> Mate, so the Lakers have won that, but they've uh, lost two of their last three games. They look a little bit uh, dusty. Mate, uh, Anthony Davis, who's been criticised, they've got a rule this year, you've got to play 65 of the 82 games if you want to qualify for any of the uh, postseason awards. Do you think that's keeping Davis honest? Uh, yes and no, because he'll turn up for 65. But... <laughs> He's the biggest roller coaster in in basketball. Like he can be amazing, and then just do nothing, and you you go, what? Why are you doing nothing, bro? Like <laughs> is LeBron not passing in the ball? Are you not shooting? Like, it's come on. We've all played basketball. If you want to take a shot, it's pretty easy to do. And they got to get you him. Just jack it up. <laughs> they keep saying they don't get him the ball, but uh, surely they can get him the ball. And uh, they got him the ball at the Pelicans, and and they still had. Um, the big man, DeMarcus Cousins for a little man while there who wanted the ball as well. I I like them two together. He actually gave Dave uh, Davis a bit of a bit of guru. <laughs> Until he blew both of his knees out, and then, yeah, what do you do? <laughs> they need some bulldogs. I don't think they've ever replaced Markeith Morris, one of the Morris twins. They got him, I think New York let him go, and they picked him up in the season they won in the bubble, and it just gave them a bit of a bulldog, a bit of a banger. They haven't got any bangers this year. Oh, and, and Rondo. Rondo is just <laughs> a- aggressive and, yeah, he might rub people the wrong way, but uh, he's got a bunch of championships. Yeah, classy. And, and uh, yeah. he's in a walking assist, isn't he? And that playoff Rondo, apparently it's real. All these stats went up in the playoffs. Oh, and, he, he yeah, he'd, he'd be the point guard, like make LeBron play off the ball. When that happens, <laughs> good things happen. When LeBron's at your point guard, you got three other point guards on the bench doing nothing. Especially down the uh, the clutch there, the um, 
Crunch time, he's got the ball for a long time in the 24 seconds. You get it thrown to you, I haven't got many options left, the poor fellows. Uh, now, mate, tell us about this national championship. We haven't interviewed many people. We've got another fellow, uh, <laughs> Ethan from UCLA Radio, and I texted him yesterday or emailed him, and he was uh, in a taxi on the way to the airport at LA on his way to Alaska of <laughs> all the places <laughs> to go for Christmas. Really? He's back on the 30th. Why, why be in the sun when you can go to Alaska? Like, in the freezing, he must love a white Christmas tree or something. I don't know. I told him we'd had a we'd had a couple of hundred and ten degree days here uh, Fahrenheit, of course, and uh, he was off off to I was Alaska. Gonna say. In, in he just cold. heard about that hot, and he's just like, "I'm, I'm out of here." <laughs> well, I'm well, off to I went Alaska. To for one Christmas when my brother was over there. Yes. And uh, I was hoping for a white Christmas. It snowed three days leading up to it. Didn't snow on wow. Christmas Day. It was white. Oh, <laughs> uh, Albuquerque, do at... better. <laughs> <laughs> I was at uh, Sacramento and, of course, the kids, the so keen on the snow, folks got up early and drove the three or four hours up to Lake Tahoe and bought snow back in mm -hmm. the back of the ute to throw on the front lawn. <laughs> Because that's the, one of the great paths of California. You know, you could be at the beach and you could ski in the afternoon. That's so close to the mountains, I guess, there, Mick. Um, so that's interesting. Your brother was in Albuquerque. Was he with the Defence Force or a company um, business sort of work there? Uh, pick, picking, it up, picking up an American lady. They can live back <laughs> over here now, but, yeah. yeah. While we were over there and... He decided to go to uni and wow. you know, she was over here for uni and then they both went over there together. So okay. of all the places I could have gone in America, I uh, spent like three weeks in Albuquerque. Albuquerque. Oh, well, you, you meet the real people though. I, <laughs> I find the further you get away from Disneyland, the, the more real the people. Um, you, you go to the, do what the locals oh, do, there. drink and eat the way the locals eat. Oh, yeah. They uh, <laughs> did all the things I hate. Like it's the hot air balloon capital of the world and they know I'm scared of heights. So they sent me up in one of them. <laughs> Jerks. <laughs> Mick, tell us, tell no us mate, about this uh, national final four school championship. Uh, so you went to a school in the Newcastle sub suburbs and you, we, you were lucky enough during uh, senior school, year 11 and year 12, 17-ish, 16-ish to get a high school teacher who was the national uh, underage coach himself. Was he like the under-18s, under-20s national coach or national assistant coach? Uh, yeah, it was a good old Warners Bay High represent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we had Bob McGugan, who was the – he just coached the under-21s to <gasps> – Gold medal or bronze medal? I've got the wow. VHS tape at home. This is how far back we're going. They might have had Exum and some of the old Dwight. Dwight, Dwight Pat, yeah, they might have had some uh, of the uh, guys that played think, Simon Dwight had, that played for Canberra. Had, yeah, I think they had Bogut. Uh, they, had wow. a, they had a fair few good players. Like it's well, it's a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, but I remember when the the team that won that national championship, some guys went on to, to great things, and they were the talk of uh, the future, yeah. like Bogut. And I think there was a guy, Simon Dwight, was a massive dunker there for the uh, Canberra Canberra team there back at the time. Yeah. But Mick, uh, so this guy comes in as a teacher. You're interested in basketball, grade nine, ten, uh, sixteen, seventeen. What was happening? Yeah, well, yeah, uh, I, I got into the team in year eight. 
as a, one of the younger dudes. And we had a couple of guys that were in the year 11, 12s and they made it to like the final 16 in the state. And then uh, yeah. Tony Blythe, who had, I think he played a couple of Falcons games. Yes. So the Newey Falcons. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He was in the year 11, he was in the year 12 thing. And then uh, we had a couple of lean years, but then uh, we had a couple of dudes, Daniel Spruce, who was in uh, oh, yeah. Falcons for a season. Mm-hmm. I think he played a game or two and then a uh, couple other big guys, Daniel Giles. Yes. He was a state sort of player. And, uh, and then me at the third, the three men at six four, yeah. and the other yeah, two dudes yeah. bigger than me. So <laughs> wow. definitely a grit grind team. Yeah. And then uh, a couple of the younger dudes. So it was like two or three dudes in each year group. So we held sustained for my, my ah. bronze medal. Yes. Bronze medal the year after they came fourth. The year after that, I think they won the won the whole shebang. Wow. Wow. There, but, National champions. Yeah, uh, wow. Wow. And, and so only, that's a, yeah. With only, sorry. Public school. Yeah, public school that just happened to have a uh, few good few good players yeah. and a coach who was like, we have this, we will do this. And we're wow. like, but what if, and he's like, he's like, this is an authoritative, uh, <laughs> we are playing this way. And he's like, trust me. And after the first year where we make the, we make the state eight. Yes. And we're like. Yeah, okay, we trust you. We, you. We'll do whatever you want. Uh, okay. <laughs> so for folks who don't know, in New South Wales, public schools have a knockout called the Combined High Schools Knockout. So you've got a win to, to keep advancing. And there's a national championship uh, that you can enter, and it's got at least four divisions. So a, a really small team could mm. go in third or fourth division. But you might play in Sydney. It might be in Melbourne. Whatever yep. year the national championships is on, it could be in Perth or Adelaide. You've got to go. Uh, could be like the equivalent of going from LA to New York or Boston. You've got to save your money, go over there, enter, play your pool games, a uh, bit like a FIBA championship, I guess, and then play crossover games. Does that sound right, Mick? You got robbed in a crossover uh, game. Yeah, we uh, we made it through uh, in first division, so we got invited. We didn't have to um, ask to go. Great. So we're in the Division One. We smash a Canberra team, smash a Brisbane team. Our Queensland team, hmm. and then uh, we lose in the crossover, or we lose one of the pool games, then we lose in the crossover for the gold medal game. So we end up going to the bronze medal game. Okay. And uh, we win the bronze medal, and then uh, later on we see a look across the court and see the dudes who come second, and they looked a lot less happy than we did. And I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, at, at at the time we we became third in the nation. But because it's yeah. a knockout comp, we held the record for two years for the uh, most losses in a season in Warners Bay High history. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> then as a team that's in not a comp, you don't get to lose twice. <laughs> oh wow, wow! And uh, that's fantastic, though. What a story! So final, we haven't had many people. There won't be many people we interview in the states that are final four high school and uh, in losing two games in their high school year with a team that uh, had the worst win loss record. Yeah, the, the best part about this is Borgie. Uh, it was in 1996, so wow. no one can look it up on the internet. <laughs> I, can tell, I can say anything. <laughs> 
<laughs> I can say anything and people will be like, the internet doesn't uh, exist then, so we're good. Uh, uh, <laughs> now, I can remember uh, getting League Pass a few years ago and running into yourself and, uh, uh, again, you were already doubting Palinka there and you were Mick the Inca who doubts Palinka now on the, the questions we get on the Larry Lakers at Gmail. People can send their questions in to the Larry Lakers at Gmail. We'll work on one day going live. I've worked out how to do it, but we're recording this one. We'll put some little pictures around it. But Mick, um, you like the Lakers for a little while there in two iterations. The one pre-Davis, where it was just LeBron and a whole lot of young guys. What, what do you think? Did you wish they didn't trade for Davis? And they gave it a lot away as well to get Davis. Well, Okay, well, I know LeBron's old and he wants to win now and all that bingy LeBron stuff. But you have a look at that Lakers team back then. Like, okay, Davis can be great, but he comes and goes. Yes. Give me Randall's consistent 15 and 8 or 16 and 8 before yeah. assists every single game. I'll take that. Randall. And then that, that team, like, you know, it, you, you Brandon pick up Ingram? LeBron as a Brandon friend. Ingram. Brandon Ingram. Yeah, Ingram. He uh, would have he... Ingram, LeBron. But and, probably uh, lucky they haven't spent a lot of money on Randall? Lonzo Ball. <laughs> Lonzo Ball money hasn't quite worked well, out, but he's he was, been unlucky. He was getting he was getting better and better, and then mm. uh, except for his knees, they got worse and worse. Yeah, yeah, Which, yeah. I mean, uh, what is he? He's he's like twenty four, twenty five yeah. now, Borgie. What would you he's, give to be that age and have bad knees? Uh, bad knees. <laughs> he's like, on the list. <laughs> He's on the list of players out tomorrow for Chicago, but they have to play Caruso, the nude nut, who was the uh, undrafted player oh. that ended up starting in the uh, 2019 championships in the bubble just because he had motor. Caruso, what a story. So he's playing for well, Chicago. I mean, earlier you said that, uh, you know, they need some motor in there. Yeah. He was a motor. He was mm. a hustler, doesn't need the ball, happy to play off it, happy to play defence. And the Lakers have none of that right now. <laughs> so, they need yeah, it. You got Caruso on that team as well. Yes. Yeah, Caruso with that old Lakers team. Yeah. Uh, Zubac. Yes. It wasn't that a dumb trade? Avaka Zubac. I think the Lopez had yeah. um, he had gone uh, before LeBron got there. Uh, which was sad. I think oh, okay. he would have been worth keeping. Close. And what a pickup he was for Milwaukee. And I think oh, yeah. uh, uh, Randall left oh, bef Hart? before uh, the Pelicans. He might have had a year with uh, Davis. Uh, Josh Hart, now there's a guy with motor. He played him yesterday and beat them. Josh Hart, <laughs> he beat him yesterday. Yeah, he's, he's another dude. Doesn't need the ball, happy to play defence. Rebounds more than any other shooting guard in the world. Why yes. would you not keep him? Crazy. Oh, like you've gone you've gone for the for the diamond, which is great. Right. Sometimes yeah. you need a diamond, but most of the time you need lots and lots of coal. <laughs> <laughs> like, you can have one diamond and it might be worth a lot, but it's not gonna keep your house warm. You need some of that coal to keep that house warm. Keep it going. So it wasn't a bad team before LeBron. And and now then with LeBron it got just, there, they had to trade all these parts to get uh, I think Randall had already gone. And I think um, at the end of that, uh, also um, your mate there, Lopez, had gone. But well, yeah, they, they had they had Ingram. They, oh, as well as that, they had um, the guy that's playing with the uh, he blonded his hair. He's playing with Washington. Oh, Kuzma. Kuzma. They had Kuzma. 
They had won the uh, <laughs> Summer League. They won Summer League with Caruso, Kuzma, yeah. Haas, <laughs> Lonzo Ball. They're an exciting young team. And they were adding LeBron. So lots, lots of dudes who were good, solid role players. They haven't played defense. Yeah. And you get rid of them all. <laughs> you bring in more dudes who need the ball. But uh, at last count, they still only use one ball. They can't all have it. <laughs> and LeBron will never give it up. Never. Oh. And uh, these uh, Palinka trades, we don't know if it's Palinka or whether LeBron's got his arm behind his back and he, he's pulling the strings like a puppet pulling Palinka to tell him who to trade for. He did pretty well getting rid of uh, Russell Westbrook right on the trade deadline last year. But yes. I don't know if we can rely on him to pull some genius again. Like That was like a $45, $47 million contract that was better at 315s. You know, uh, 315 to $17 million players are, worth, are better than one at 47. Yeah. Or, and there's empty points now, Mick. There's Ooh. guys like uh, you get their 18, 20, 28 points, but their teams never win, like this guy uh, Christian Wood. You know they're not winning much there, uh, even though he his teams have got he's got points on them. Ah. Well, he was a dude with uh, the Rockets and stuff, and uh, I think Dallas when they were useless, and he was getting the ball a lot and can put points on the board. Yeah. But what does he need to put points on the board? He needs the ball. <laughs> <laughs> and what is what are the Lakers like? Okay, who you got? You got Davis needs the ball. LeBron needs the ball. Uh. The other guys don't deserve the ball. Reeves <laughs> hustles, works hard, needs yeah. the ball. And yeah. you got Woods who comes in. I'm an 18 point a game scorer, but I need the ball. Can't score without getting the ball. And there's only, still only one. Yeah. Yeah. Now, they from get, the. Uh, give him back a Rondo who will sit there and tell people where to go. Just someone to guide him around. I was a bit sorry they didn't get. Uh... The other little guard there that's at Minnesota now, and they got him from Utah, and he was with the grit and Conley. Conley. Oh. Like he had a, uh, they said, oh, oh, it's not a great contract to get, because he was 30 million and Russell was over the 45, but Utah was the team we were dealing with. And uh, they said they might try and give us uh, Conley, but he's got 30, and next year he's only guaranteed 15. So if he didn't go well, you could get rid of him. But he still might have been 030, but the only guaranteed part was half of it. I still think he's he's doing well with the uh, Timberwolves. Do you know they're leading the competition in the Western Conference? They're ahead of the Nuggets. Give me Conley. He'd still yeah, there's around. a sentence. <laughs> there's a sentence I never thought I'd hear since Kevin Durant, Kevin Grant. Uh, <laughs> Kevin Garnett left there. Like, left the on. Timberwolves. Yeah, yeah, and they've got uh, oh, the they're playing all those centers. Yes. And he'd be great with the Lakers, just steering them around the park, mate. Well, uh, yeah. Le Le LeBron would have to uh, play off the ball because mm. he's that guy. He, he controls the team. And uh, is it working? I don't know. Let's see. The Timberwolves <laughs> are playing well. That's not a real sentence. <laughs> I didn't think anyone with uh, um, the big man there at the centre would be winning. And they've got Gobert. They've got the other guy that wanted them, the Bringo Burr, and they've still got another guy, Naz Reed, who would be a great backup centre with the Lakers, but I think he got paid. The yeah. Lakers seem to want a backup centre for the uh, veterans minimum, you know, one and a half, or depending how long you've played, million. Mm -hmm. And um, there's guys out there that are playing on eight, nine, ten, that it'd be wonderful yeah. for the Lakers. And just preserve Anthony Davis a little bit. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, you've got... 
Tim, take a look at Tim Duncan. What did he do for the last few years with San Antonio? I'll take a pay cut. I'll take a pay cut. I'll play for like $6 million. If LeBron did that, that opens up like $35 million for the Lakers to go get two people. Yes. But he'd rather complain about the people he can't get, but I want all that money. Dude, you want to win or do you just want your money? And if it's not done your way, you, you know, tough luck. A, a, a couple of times this year, he's worked off the ball early in games and he's gone to the post because he dribbles into the low post, which is a bit boring because three guys are in front of him by the time he dribbles in there. But he's been cutting from the weak side a lot round to the strong side, got the ball um, and backed his player up. So he's already in the post when he catches it. He did it the very first basket against the uh, Pelicans in the semi-final of the... Um, the mid-season, but I think he could have another 10 years on his life, just like Carmelone, but he'd have to be willing to score 14, 18 points. Could you ever see it happen, Nick? He just plays a low-post player and go another five years? Uh, he's got that Carmelo Anthony ego. Yeah. It's going to take a big hit for him to uh, actually <laughs> take a back seat. Like, Tim Duncan did it. Yes. Tim Duncan was like, hey, man, I'll, I'll cut my minutes and then you know, slowly ramp down a bit, but I get to play for another five years. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like a few players do that. And yes. LeBron, as I've said, like ridiculous athlete, massively yeah. strong. Yeah. Like the, the first championship with Miami, well, Wade had the ball most of the time. LeBron went and uh, hit the high post. And what happens? They win a title. The next <laughs> the next couple like a couple of years later, LeBron's like, no, I'll, I'll play point guard. What happens? <laughs> Every time, like Rondo moves him off the ball in the in the bubble. Rondo's like, I'm the point guard. And what happens? Oh, hang on. Oh, they won a title. Won a title. Kyrie Irving <laughs> pushed him off the ball. They won a title. There's a bit of a pattern here. But Stephen, he, Stephen Curry's greatest works off the ball. All the kids think they've got to just hog the ball and hit a three. Stephen Curry, he, must, he runs like about uh, 10 kilometres a game or six miles a game. Yeah, kids, Do you think kids forget? They don't look. see the work off the ball? No. They, you know, we, we've seen we've seen the games they play at lunchtime at school. Yeah. Uh, run, 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 jack up a three. And I'll stand here and just jack up a three. And, and you know, lunchtime's 40 minutes. I reckon they make five of them in 40 minutes. <laughs> I'm going, oh, my God, what are these guys doing? This is why Scone never won a championship in basketball. <laughs> he's, he's helped kids fall in love with the three, but they don't watch off the ball they just watch the ball they go with the camera i guess now mate tell us a little bit about this uh, i've probably got about four minutes left on this uh, zoom what about your brother started a shark tank oh, this yeah. is better than shark tank dynasty managers the best two dollars you'll ever spend <laughs> tell me about that oh easy so uh you can check it out it's in apple store or google yeah. play it's uh we haven't updated it for about four or five years but uh <laughs> My little brother and myself being basketball junkies and him mm. being a you know, computer nerd, he's like, man, mm. I want to build a basketball simulation app where you can trade players, you can scout players, you can uh, buy and sell things, swap picks, change the style of gameplay. You don't actually see it play out on the court, but you know it has a little rolling statistics thing on the side and you can just get lost in that if you're a, a manager kind of guy like who likes management games. And uh, yeah. Check it out, two bucks at the two moment. Bucks. I think he sold like 13, 14,000 copies of it. It's, uh, wow. it's pretty wow. cool. Yeah, it's... You can play as me. 
<laughs> I'm really good for about a minute, but I've got one out of 10 for fitness. So I, I die off really fast. <laughs> <laughs> well, mate, and you've played in a few little rec leagues up in the uh, north of the Newcastle there. Um, so uh, it, it's hard to get up and down the court or there's a whole bunch of uh, sort of old guys. I think in the States, we'd call it a rec league, a recreational league, at, at like the local PCYC and things oh, yeah. they have. Uh, you've been a few of those. Uh, Mate, not a lot happening. Well, it varies, I guess. Inconsistent, eclectic group of players. <laughs> they they are. You, you know, you're hitting that that age. You know, I'm 44. The the days of playing representative level sports are about a decade behind me. <laughs> but you know, dudes are going out there having having fun, putting some effort in, and yeah, that's all you can ask. Some young guys, you know, you might. Do a little move and they're like oh dude how'd you do that so you sort of you show them you're like hey man i did this well you talk to them because uh, what's the good of having all the knowledge in your brain taking it with you like man we, we didn't make it pro but there's some young fast guy might go better than we did let's get in then maybe he goes oh shout out to that old bald dude at scone who i used to play with he was all right he taught me this sweet move <laughs> Oh, very good. We'll talk life uh, post uh, high school. I, I think you've played at what we'd call the the second, the fringe of the second, and and certainly in the middle of the third level. Uh, we've got a thing called state league here, and there's sort of like a bit like the G League. There's a league in between the um, NBL and that state league that each state has. In some states, it's very strong, like Victoria, incredible, um, as is their uh, football state league as well, mate. Um, who are we watching for tomorrow? Uh, we've got the Bulls versus the Lakers. It's about a four and a half point difference that the um, the Bulls have got. So the Lakers are actually minus four and a half in the betting. So they've got to win by more than four and a half. But get this, without uh, the guy that won the dunking, dunking competition, Zach Levine, where he narrowly won it over uh, Jordan there, the, the guy that uh, played, Aaron Jordan, that plays for the... Oh, um, yeah. Denver Aaron, Nuggets. Aaron Gordon won, won that. Uh, Aaron we Gordon, all know. sorry. Aaron Gordon, <laughs> not Jordan. Aaron Gordon. And yeah, I thought he might have won that dunk contest. Mate, uh, tomorrow, he's been injured. And guess what? They've gone six and three without him. And there's talk of the Lakers trying to get him in a trade, but they would have to give away everyone to get him. Uh, and he's a new guy. Uh, what's your prediction tomorrow? It looks like yep. both teams, both the Lakers and the Bulls, are both better without Zach Levine. <laughs> but prediction tomorrow, oh. mate, then we better wind it. Mate, if the uh, if the Bulls go low, go to the basket early. Like uh, the Bulls will smash them. Okay, Lakers, mate. The... Lakers don't Lakers don't like the muscle. Oh, okay. We'll see tomorrow how that goes. <laughs> Mick the Inker, Dias Palinka. Thanks for being on the show. You're on the Larry Lakers. It's a podcast. Subscribe and it's a YouTube. Please subscribe. Thanks again, Mick.